Trevor was, not, Trevor was actually a Bucks fan. He would say Bucks by fifty. I'm not a fan. I'm an wait. Analyst. Maybe he is a Bucks fan, and that's why he didn't say that. Because every time he says by fifty, any team by fifty, they lose. <laughs> it's a curse. I don't know what I'm doing. This is not the intro. like zero degrees blizzard they're evacuating people out of the area the miami dolphins go to kansas city take on the chiefs in a this is so easy for me you don't even dolphins by 50 <laughs> god damn i was gonna take the dolphins but he just said it i wow. bucked by 50 this year and it worked out it's practically it's practically become my motto this year i don't believe in love wow so i'm going with dallas <laughs> Still, that's crazy. This is a tough one, man. It's like choosing between my dad and my son. What? <laughs> Joe Flacco and CJ Stroud? CJ Stroud's my new Herbert, man. Hey, listen. Are, you, listen. Are, you not dis- are you not disappointed at all by his season this year? Of course I'm disappointed. That's the dumbest question I've ever been asked. I asked you that like six weeks ago. And you're like, one no, time, please. one time, one time, I got asked, I ordered like I a I ordered a mocha frappe at McDonald's and they asked me if I wanted mocha or caramel. And that's a dumber question, Care. Of course I'm disappointed in a season. Wow. And we are live. Hello and welcome back to the Beerly Football Podcast. It's about football, but Beerly, I'm your host. Zachary Smith, join me as always, is the man who looks like Sid, got some glasses, is Carrie Dempsey. How we doing, Beerly Carrie? I'm doing lovely. I actually show up for the podcast, unlike some other people <laughs> that are ready to give their opinions. You know, I had a great week for my takes. All my, all my teams came through. I'm like some other people, but yeah. I'm ready. I'm here. Yeah, some other people's takes were so bad. They, couldn't that, uh, show they actually up. just didn't show up to this show. It's just some people. Some people. Hard to say who, but some people. I've heard – I think some listeners of the podcast would I think, know. I think, I think you know, some like, people would know. Somebody in this podcast once has said multiple times this year that there was going to be a Cowboys-Dolphins Super Bowl, but I don't know who that is. Yeah, tough to say. Tough to say. But well, uh, well, how, are you, how are you doing tonight, Carrie? I'm doing lovely. It's Tuesday night. Got another great weekend of football coming up. It was a, you know, it was the best games past weekend. It was a fun time, and we're here to talk about it. I mean, it's we're football, ready. man. We got to enjoy it while yeah. it's still around. It's almost over. Sadly, we have eight games left this season, including the Pro Bowl. Including the Pro Bowl. I don't know if you count the Pro Bowl or not, but uh, it's wrapping up. Sadly, the season just flew is. by. Like. It was week one, and Zach was saying Desmond Ritter was going to win the Super Bowl. Like I never said that. That's just <laughs> damn false. That's just so damn false. Uh, shout out to Sam Adams for hopping in the chat. Tough weekend for the Dolphins this week. Um, <laughs> and then uh, he comes out and says, the Dolphins and the Cowboys played the Fraud Bowl on Christmas Eve instead. <laughs> That's true. That was, what, the Dolphins' biggest win of the season? Fuck. Okay, Carrie, do you see how big this shot glass is? I do. That's a big shot class. Okay, so I accidentally filled it to the brim, so this is going to be the two shots that I owe. So let it be known. Let it be known. 
that I, I pay up on my bets. Okay, unlike some people on this podcast. Off, Carrie Dempsey. I I would never do that. <laughs> I actually did pay one of the bet. I bought Trevor a bottle of wine, which I owed him. This would be a lot easier as two separate shots. So I'm going to turn it into two separate shots. Yeah, uh, it's it. I've never had this before. You just gotta chug the thing like a man. Okay, like a man. I spilled a little bit on me. And this is what because. Zach picked Washington to win the championship. Fortunately, did not happen. Yeah, so, that was the bet. I, I just wanted to do a bet. So, and on that note, how about them cowgirls? Another beautiful game for the cowgirls. Oh, can't wait to talk about some of these lovely matchups this week. Oh, how was it, Zach? Woo! It's not that bad. Was it that good? There's a lot going on in my mouth right now. So what? For That's the not the first time. <laughs> I'm having Whoops. slow and low. Um, that, was that was shot number one. Oh, wow. That's weird. This looks lovely. I, uh, oh, oh. Miami season was doomed when they blew that Titans game up two touchdowns with four minutes left. I mean, yeah, that's tough. Would have had the vision. Yeah, Saturday. for sure. For sure. And then uh, Holly, uh, Sam Adams, you can always go the tampon up the butt route if that's too rough. Well, listen. Zach's kind of a weakling. He's showing that I, I typically, guess. Typically, I would go that route, but I've decided not to because Trevor took my box of tampons. That's true. That's where he is right now. So my drink tonight, I'm going with a Shipyard Pumpkinhead. I've had this before. I've been, for some reason, have a ton of pumpkin beers lately, and they all taste the same. This one's another solid 7.5 out of 10. I like my pumpkin beers. They're good. Um, okay. What about you, Zach? You do what like you? your pumpkin beer. I so, do. last week on the show, I know that, uh, uh, Hollywood Titan, I am having slow and low. So, right there. Um, it's actually not bad. It's just, I haven't done a shot in a hot minute. Um, but, uh, uh, a lot of people, I announced last week on the show that I am going to be a sponsored disc golfer this year. So, um, because of who is sponsoring me, it's Lone Star Discs, and they have a disc called the Dose X, the Dosa Keys. That's what I'm wow. drinking tonight. I got Dosa Keys right here. What a combo. So, I, don't, I don't think I've ever had Dosa Keys before. Uh, it's their Amber. They have a It's really, really good. What'd you, if you had to pick another beer Dosa Keys has, what would, what would it be? Um, the normal one or the Amber? The normal one. The normal one, um, it's a little bit better, in my opinion, than a Corona. But yes. I know we disagree on what Corona tastes like because I think it tastes like good. shit and you like it. So It's great. It's a great beer. And Sam Adams, pumpkin beer all year long. Always. But, uh, yeah, this week we're going to be breaking down everything that happened last week. We're going to be talking about the upcoming games in the divisional round. Um, first off, just first reaction, Carrie. What surprised you? What disappointed you? What made you happy? What made you sad? What made you cry? What made you laugh? Uh, just kind of give me first impressions here. Wow. Everything our third host, Trevor, was hyping up this season. You know, Trevor had been doing pretty well this year. Me and Zach have had some bit rough takes this season, but 
Trevor continued to do better, then he had to come to an end. Every team that Trevor had hyped up this year, the Dallas Cowboys, who who expected his team to do well in the playoffs? Every year they choke. Is it Dak Prescott the problem? Is it Mike McCarthy? Is it Jerry Jones? It's all they're all problems. This team's never going anywhere. They need a hard reset. Like nobody's this team doesn't scare you in the playoffs. I don't care if Dak Prescott has 60 touchdowns and they go undefeated. They're not gonna scam me in the playoffs. Everybody who's hyping up, this team was a eight zero at home this year. Yeah. Oh, they were absolutely destroyed at home. Yeah. So, so Carrie, if if you're Jerry Jones, thank God you're not. But if you were Jerry Jones, what kind of move are you doing this offseason? Because a lot of people are speculating that was Mike McCarthy's last game as a Dallas Cowboy. I believe that they need to move on from Dak Prescott. But what what do you think? It's been two days, and McCarthy hasn't been fired yet. I don't know. We'll see. I feel like, obviously, Dak is limited, but, like, I don't know. At this point, what are you going to get better than Dak? I think the I think real issue I think the real issue is Jerry Jones. I think the Jones have gotten way too invested with his team and that they need a complete reset of ownership in this. I don't think that's ever going to happen in the near future unless he dies and then the son loses the team gambling or something. But I don't think – I think they need a harder reset. I don't think it's going to happen. Obviously, Dak will be back next year. I feel like McCarthy's going to be back next year too. I, I mean, it's. We I just feel like I feel like they fired Jason Garrett because he couldn't win in the playoffs, right? Exactly. And then they so they bring in Mike McCarthy. He still can't win in the playoffs. There's one common denominator there, and that's their starting quarterback. <laughs> well, that's true. But like, I mean, if, let's let's be completely honest about the game. Yes, Dallas's defense played off. I had several fantastic tweets about them during that football game. But also, think about it this way: Dak threw a pick six and a turnover on their own twenty. Him and him and C.D. Lamb, who had such a great connection in the second half of the season, just looked like they'd never seen each other before. Yeah, C.D. Lamb was just off. Yeah, like, I don't know. It, it it's just like you can't make those kind of mistakes and expect to win playoff games. I don't care how bad or how good your defense plays. I mean, at, I mean, that's 14 points in the first half given up by Dak Prescott. I think if Dak's a good quarterback, he's just not a great one. He's never going to be a great one. Never shows up in the playoffs. He yeah, never a, shows up in the playoffs. This is a great weekend for Cam Newton after he was, you know, people got some hate. Yeah. For Purdy, Tua, and Dak game managers, and two out of those three – Two out of three are no longer in the playoffs. That's true. I just I, I know there's been rumors about Bill Belichick going there, which obviously that could be a that could help turn things around. We'll see if that's actually a true rumor or not. But I don't know what to do with this team. On it. I, obviously they need a better running back next. Tony Pollard cannot carry this backfield by himself. Yeah, no, no, he can't. He definitely can't. Or if they could get Zeke back, maybe not on everything. I know. I think we talked about this before. Derrick Henry is an option too. Would be a good one for Dallas. But obviously this team is talent. But oil and water, maybe oil and water. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that would work at all. I think it'd be weird. Jerry. I know. I know Bill had a meeting with the Falcons. Yeah, I, he interviewed was, with the Falcons for their head coaching job. And there was a rumor he wants to go to a talented team that's still building around, so like in Atlanta or somebody like that. Yeah. Washington, I don't know. But LA. Dallas, 
Yeah, they also seem like a weird fit for Belichick. Yeah, especially how involved the yeah is in the and team. I think and that seemed to be the issue at the end in New England that Robert Kraft being too involved in butting heads with Belichick. So he might want to go a team where he's going to get pretty much run team how the way he wants to. But yeah. before we head into more, um, let me just run through our pick last week. So. For once, after I did so terrible this season, I guess I'm just a playoff guy. I went five and one to pick him last yeah, week. Yeah, he did good. The only one he got wrong was the Texans. And that one, I was like, I could see going. Yeah, the I know. I was watching it back. I was like, I thought he took the Texans, I but close. he didn't. I went at it. Zach did pretty well too. I did okay. Four and two is not bad. You know, uh, it's about about how it was during the season. So I'm just and consistent. And pretty much everybody picked the Cowboys in the game. I think even Packer fan Goot picked the Cowboys. Yeah. I remember the pregame show, every single analyst on TV picked them. Yeah. But, and then Trevor, three for three, sadly, his vaunted Dolphins. Three and three, Cowboys. not three, four, three. Three and yeah. three. And Eagle, all taking the L. Um, so we did have a decent amount of pick winners from Twitter this week. Um, not as many as last week. Which Thank we God. Thankfully, so I'll do all these myself, run through them. Congrats to all you. Um, get all three right. We'll shout you out on the podcast each week. Whoever gets the most this season will send out some free merch too. Um, and we post these on Fridays at Beerly Football Twitter. Follow us if you haven't already. All right, our winners. We had at Embiid for MVP, 21, four-time winner. At Ander, 10387, Tigers fan. At Jim Hurt, third, two-time winner. At LSU, WCD, 2016, three-time winner. At the RFL show, two-time winner at Maged TM Raiders fan since 1967. At Bearded Zone Pod, check out their podcast. At Patrick D McGuire, two two-time winner. At Seth R Brown, four-time winner. At It's the Castman, two-time winner. At Lions Win One Three, two-time winner. At Cooten underscore Mike, two-time winner. At Kevin Johnson Nine One Three, two-time winner. At NR Rod Pod Host, check out his podcast. At Coker Tonic, our current leader, seven-time winner. At Chief 72 Chiefs fan. At Jay Richard, 64, proud resistor. At MPG CFO, three-time winner. At Real Jay Piquet, two-time winner. At O'Boyle Rules, USMC veteran. At H. Golson, 83, Bears fan. At Anyone Mark, 66, two-time winner. At Scarafson, retired college hoops coach. At Puffy Cheesehead, five-time winner. At Nick Boston, 35, two-time winner. At the the first Nasty Nate, Raiders fan. At Christy, 573-9096, three-time winner. At Beerly Carey, the GOAT. I did all three right on Twitter. At Vic <laughs> underscore Ganicus, follow for follow. At Stephen Kaya, two-time winner. At Renee underscore Gerlaff, Thunder fan. At C. Piazzi, liftoff gets co-host. Uh, we had him a guest on here a couple years ago. Yeah. At R. Tyler, two four five three three-time winner. At Astros fan, 201, Astro fan. At Joshua 6714989, leader of a Chihuahua army, whatever that means. At just just one in club, Justin Fields, number one fan. At Bucks Nation 2x210, Bucks fan. At Marez Roger, part-time expat. At VRAP2424, def a burner account. At 49 lover for life, Niners fan. And at Edward Texan, Texan and Rocket fan. Congrats to all of you. Uh, we'll go into the games more depth later so we don't do our pick them right away. Yeah. So... Let's go back to the Cowboys, Zach. Yeah. Once again, as we heard last time, like 14 times, Zach did not believe in love. After an outstanding playoff performance, does Zach believe in love? All righty. Well, I'm, 
I I've, I've enlarged myself here to make to to make my case to the camera. So let me straighten it out a little bit. You do oh, that. That's the other way. There we go. Here's the thing. I think Jordan Love. I, everyone thinks like uh, when I say don't believe in love, that thinks that they think that I, I, I hate the guy. Or I think he's awful. I don't think he's awful. I don't think he's bad. I think he's good. But I don't think he's great. And you know what? I still think he's not great. He's good. He's fine. But he's what Cam Newton was talking about. He's a game manager. He didn't have to do anything to win that football game. What? Yeah. A game manager is carried by the team around him. Have you seen the team around him? The team around him is pretty damn good, Kerry. I know they're young, but they're pretty damn good. Romeo Dobbs, Ontarian Wooks, these are not. Yeah, you're right. Romeo Dobbs was never wide-ass open. He was Yeah. Yeah, I don't get how they left him so open. That That was crazy. (laughs) He was a wide. There was no one on the screen. Bro, I don't think Romeo did Romeo Dobbs even have 500 yards this year? They just let this man run wherever he wanted. <laughs> like, I mean, anywhere he worked, this man was open. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's like, yes, Jordan Love played well, but it's not Ooh, like he, he was great. putting the ball into tight windows and everything. The Cowboys defense looked awful, the worst I've ever seen a defense play in the playoffs. It's um, especially Cowboys. in the second half when they needed to to make a make something happen. These stupid Cowboys corners that get all the interceptions, everybody hypes them up. But then, like you, sadly, I did hype Bland up for. A yeah, bit. you did. Bro, I absolutely got cooked. Him and Trayvon Diggs are the same player. I forget what the stat line was against Bland. He was like, five it was like six, six targets, six receptions, 125 yards, and a touchdown. Crazy. Even Stephon Gilmore is one of the better corners in the league. Got absolutely cooked in that. Game. Yeah, he got absolutely cooked. And he was where the guy that was guarding Romeo Dobbs on that. Big play. Where is the you know top ten player in the NFL, Michael Parsons, in this game? What, yeah, what he disappeared. He was a he was a ghost. Spawned the line. There were nothing. I don't know. A lot of things to do in Dallas. Zach, do you, you think we'll go to this a little more? But right off the bat, do you think this Packers team is good enough to make a deeper run? The Who defense they play? Who they, they play the Niners this week, right? They play the Niners Saturday. Unfortunately, no, they are not good enough to make a deeper run. Sorry. You tried. They can beat Dallas, but they can't beat the Niners. All right. All right, let's head into the other game with the guy that he needs pretty much the exact identical stats as Jordan Love. CJ Stroud absolutely destroying Joe Flacco. Yeah. Joe Joe Flacco had a tough game, man. That's a tough way because he's he's retiring. he He played good in the first half. It was the second half he absolutely Yeah, fought. but you can't – back-to-back pick sixes is tough. That was like both in the third quarter, but that was a great game in the first half. That's yeah, it was. But it was. But what happened yeah. – obviously Flacco had some bad – had the bad interceptions, but what happened to this elite Browns defense that people said was number yeah, one? Yeah, I don't know, man. They couldn't stop C.J. Stroud in that offense, and I, I've seen worse defenses do it. Is unique. Like it's not like there's a ton of weapons with Tank Delgon. It's Nico Collins, pretty much. Like, yeah. Why aren't you all over Nico Collins? Like, Nico Collins, Brevin Jordan, like 
Brevin Jordan, Miami legend. <laughs> he is a Miami legend. <laughs> but he got. Did you see that he got a random drug test today? <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> He's like, crazy. damn. Guess I ran too fast. <laughs> but it's great. Like, honestly, I love CJ Stroud, and like, I do think he missed a few throws early in that game, and he yeah. played he played incredible. But like, I don't think anybody thought he was going to be this good as a rookie. I thought he'd be the best rookie, um, for sure. Not the best rookie he'd be of all this time. good, huh? He might have been the best rookie, not the best rookie of all time, potentially. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely he's played if, well. He's outplayed he can, well above his his expectations. If he, so if he can ball out against the talented Ravens defense next week and upset them, that would be. Well, I mean, Ugh. another good. Speaking of guys that don't show up in the playoffs, Lamar has yet to do it. So, true. CJ. I mean, we were CJ. talking about Dak earlier and how he doesn't show up in the playoffs, but I mean, Lamar's got that same tendency. He, I don't CJ. think. He, wait, we were talking about a couple weeks ago. He's never had like a good playoff game. No, he hasn't. Trevor will deny that to the He's eyes. won or, a playoff he won game, one, but he didn't do much. But of he that. did. He had his stats in that game were awful. He's, I think his career record is one and three in the playoffs right now. Yeah. Which, not that much better than Dak, who is two and five, and I believe has the worst winning percentage of any quarterback with at least five playoff starts. That's funny. But, <laughs> yeah, CJ Stroud in his first year will already tie Dak for playoff wins if he wins yeah. against the Williams. That's wild. I don't know. But, yeah, CJ Stroud looked good. Sadly, I guess the Browns are just back to Watson next year. Flacco was fun. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the Browns, what uh, that must be weird for them. Baker Mayfield has more wins than the Browns franchise does in, in, since 1995. Since he was born, Baker Mayfield has more wins since the Brown in, than the Browns franchise in the playoffs. That's just crazy. And I saw the stat on the game last night, which I was – haven't seen before that Baker Mayfield has already had eight head coaches in his career. That is yeah. Crazy. Eight head coaches. Like that, that is people complain about like guys having too many OCs and throw them off. Yeah. Career. Like Mac Jones having three OCs in three years, but eight coaches. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. How does, how does Cleveland feel seeing Baker Mayfield win a playoff game? Not only win a playoff game, win get home field advantage, even though it's the NFC South. Like I understand that. But get home field advantage, win a playoff game, and then be in the divisional round when they haven't won a playoff game since they kicked him to the curb. I feel like Brown Browns fans, are like, Browns fans are like, oh, we don't care. It doesn't matter to us. But deep down in here, it hurts. Yeah, it they're hurts. crying deep down inside. They're like, We had Baker, we had the solution. <laughs> The AFC North is hilarious because, like, if you just go on Twitter, it's just, like, the last few days, it's just like Browns and Steelers fighting with each other. It's like, who's the biggest loser? Both got – Browns fans are like, both, yes. Both got dog-walked <laughs> in the playoffs, but – But this Browns defense, obviously get a good defense built around still. Watson, he did go, I think, 5-1 and one this year, so we'll see how he looks next year. Nick Chubb should be healthy. So Browns are gonna be contending the AFC North again. Uh, maybe. they lost so many guys in injuries this season. I'm I'm just amazed they went that far anyway. Yeah, true. 
All right, let's head to our uh, next game. Let's head to last night. Baker Mayfield absolutely cooking, destroying the Eagles. That game wasn't even close. Zach, what is wrong with the Philadelphia Eagles? What's wrong with the Philadelphia Eagles? And I'll be What's 100% wrong? honest. 100%. It's, it's their fans. I, I mean, here's the, here's the problem. The fans no. overhype players that are okay, not great. Mm-hmm. And they turn on players that are great. So Bradbury was the MVP last night <laughs> for the Bucks, yeah. Um, but uh, so like a lot of Eagles fans, so like you know that you like I'm sure you you've seen the stuff on Twitter, the beef between AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts on the sideline. Oh, yeah. Even even last night, Goddard was screaming at Hurts in the end there. Yeah, every all the Eagles fans are backing Hurts and not AJ Brown. When A.J. Brown is legitimately probably a top five wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. And And Jalen Hurts, this year at least, was not a top five quarterback. You could argue he's not. You could argue not top ten. He's around there. We'll see. But But it seems just a mess. When you think about it, like, everybody wants Sirianni gone. They want the OC gone. I don't know what what they're doing with Matt Patricia calling plays in the defense because that guy should not have a job. But, like, this was a dominant Eagle team. But then you think a lot of the leaders are older and are out the way. Jason Kelsey, probably the leader of that team, just retired today. Yeah. Brandon Graham, some of the other veteran leaders could be out the door as well. So this is a team without – Cox getting old. And, like, who's this – Jalen Hurts is not a good leader. He just says weird inspirational speeches, like, after he lost. Yeah, he's an Instagram quote guy. Like, that's what he does. (laughs) Like, come on, man. Our biggest fear is not inadequacy. It's that we fear we're too powerful. I just don't think he's good enough to carry a team around him. He's not. He's a good quarterback, and he fits that system well. But, like, if he's asked to carry the game, he made a – he made he had that one good drive with that big deep throw to Devonta Smith last yeah. night. But like, and it, he had a lot of early uh, catches of Smith. That was a lot of yak too. But so I had a I had a fan uh, a fan in real life IRL ask me today what I wow. thought about how ever since the Niners game, the Eagles offense just has not looked the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Niners said like. You just watch the film and it's right there. Like you see it. Like they can't uh they can't do this and they can't do that. You take away the B gap and uh it, it shuts down their entire offense. And the crazy thing to me was they absolutely dominated Tampa with the running game with DeAndre Swift earlier this when they played them earlier this I'll season. I'll check that out. I'll check that out. Yeah, we had an Eagles fan on tonight. Check out the episode. <laughs> they had absolutely like no running game last night i think they had what maybe four or five carries in the first half yeah like they have a good run they have a good old line swift swift had a great like end of the first half and then they just like stopped using him mm-hmm. but like galen hurts it could have been the injury but he was a non-factor in the running game also i think he had yeah. about five rushing yards last night but yeah i think this team needs maybe not a rebuild but a revamp this offseason especially that this defense which was supposed to be one of the best in the nfl absolutely fell apart this season yeah 
They were awful, especially the secondary was awful this year. Um, it's it's the reason I picked the Bucks last week. The reason I picked the Bucks was I could see the Bucks putting up fifty on the Eagles. I don't see the Eagles putting up fifty on the Bucks. And it's because that Eagles offense isn't that great, and that Eagles defense is awful, and the Bucks offense can be great depending on how Baker Mayfield plays, and that Bucks defense isn't awful. And so it's like. And maybe they would have shot with AJ Brown there, but like their offense is just without the push tush and it's, AJ it's Brown. stale. It's stale. Yeah. It's not fun to not watch. Good. And it's not Hurts has been a lot of slander, but it wasn't all Hurts. Obviously, he's he had the injury, but like the play calling is just crazy there. So you think Sirianni's gone? I think the fans want him to be, but I feel like he won't be. Like obviously, I mean, he's a year removed from a Super Bowl. I know that's why it's like yes, they had a horrible finish this season, but if maybe if they get off to a slow start next year, then you get rid of them. But like, I think it's a little early. I, I hate Sirianni. I'm not a Sirianni fan, but yeah. I feel like it's not time to get rid of them yet. But I Eagles mean, here's the problem: little- Eagles fans hate Sirianni, but Sirianni is an Eagles fan. He's like an that's Eagle. what he is. Exactly. <laughs> So, like, you hate yourself. If you're an Eagles fan, you hate Sirianni. You just hate yourself. I mean, if you're an Eagles fan, you probably should hate yourself because <laughs> they're throwing popcorn at him last night, too. Yeah, but, that was wild. But I do want to – the Bucks. the Bucks defense is looking like they can make a run. And honestly, as we'll talk about this a little later, I'm going to pick the Bucks to win next week over the Lions. For some reason, I like to see Baker's hype hey, right now. Dude, I don't necessarily hate that. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit later about it, but I don't hate that at all. Like this off – Mike Evans has looked off his connection with Baker last few weeks, but it hasn't even mattered. Like, yeah. White's doing great with the ground game, which was an issue early on. And, like, Baker last night was hitting guys like Palmer and Peyton in a big first half. Like, just yeah. – doesn't matter. This Bucks team is they're solid. They look good, and this they is are. the time you want to look good at. And it doesn't matter week three; it matters right now, come crunch time in the playoffs. Exactly. All right, let's head back to Sunday. This is probably the, I feel like the best game, closest game. We had Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff, revenge. Stafford coming back to Detroit. Goff trying to prove why the Rams got rid of him. True. David Moore last night played really well. But were you surprised Lions took it out? I'm not surprised. Um, I thought this was going to be a close game. I thought about it a lot last week. Um, But at the end of the day, I think the Lions are just a more talented roster. Um, So that's why I went with them. And it kind of showed. I mean, there's a like there's a lot of Rams fans complaining about dirty hits by the secondary, and you they were borderline, very borderline. That Stafford hit should have been a call, but yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, like the, I can't remember who it is. Who is it? Is it Slay? No, it's not Slay. Who is it? For Lions? Gardner Johnson. Oh That's yeah. Who it is. Uh, there are videos of him all year long launching at people, um, kind of, kind of dangerously, and you know, I mean, I'd be surprised if he doesn't get fined by the NFL, but I hadn't seen anything about it, so. I'm assuming that they didn't because they normally do that Monday morning as they they walk up to their locker and find a note there and say, hey, you owe us $32,000 for this fine. I would say this this Rams team really impressed me this year. I don't think anybody thought they were going to make the playoffs. I didn't. 
They almost. I know I didn't. I mean, we had uh, we had that guy on from the Rams preseason. He was predicting, I think, ten wins in a playoff run, and he was right on the money. Yeah, they. I mean, Matthew Stafford outplayed Jared Goff. Jared Goff played really good, but Matthew Stafford was great in that game. He up he played Goff honestly, and it, Stafford will be back next year. Sounds like. But this is a good team next year. Build up that defense, maybe a line, but like Puka Nakua's looks outstanding. They still got Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams is a good year running back. They got some weapons on this offense, and they're yeah. I, I mean, the I mean for sure they got <coughs> Kyron Williams is surprised. I mean, you had Puka Nakua. Obviously, he is outplayed well over his draft position. Um, he looks he's a he, he's gotten much better as a route runner since entering the NFL. He always had good hands. He always had a pretty good top speed, but I mean, I don't think anyone saw him performing this way. And I think a little bit of the credit has to go obviously to Matthew Stafford, but also Cooper cup. I mean, everything I saw preseason was that Pukunakua was just a sponge in preseason. He was just learning everything he could from Cooper cup. Even while cup was injured and not fully practicing, he was learning from one of the best in the NFL. And when you have, the opportunity to do that, and I think this is a lesson of maybe younger players coming in late. When you have the opportunity to learn from someone who is frankly better than you, you can end up surpassing them. And I think I think we saw a little bit of that with Puka this year. He obviously played great both all year long and this this weekend. So I mean you there's a coffee. lot of young pieces on this team that if they could keep um long term could end up playing out. It'll be interesting to see after next year what they end up doing with Stafford. But uh even Cup was a non factor in that game. I think he had like five Yeah, he didn't do all that. Which, it was all Puka in that game. Yeah. But this Lions team just worries me. I don't trust this defense. They gave up yeah. nearly four hundred yards to Stafford. Yeah. The the offense is very good. I just don't like this team coming from behind. No. We'll yeah. see we'll that's kind of how I feel. This team is Built to They're one of the more sus teams that are like they you feel like they should lose more games than they have. Yeah, you know I mean this, I mean? this was supposed to be the playoff year, not the Super Bowl year, but looks like I mean they can make a run for the Super Bowl if I mean they the Bucks are a beatable team. But I mean the Bucks are a beatable team. It just kinda again, I think it relies more on Baker Mayfield than anyone else on that field. Because I think if Baker Mayfield has another great game, I don't think the Detroit Lions can do anything about it. Did we have on our bingo card that Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, Jordan Love, and Brock Purdy would be the final four standing in the NFC? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's crazy. I thought Brock Purdy would be. Um, I, I feel thought, like Hurts probably. Hurts uh, is probably in there. Dak wasn't. I thought Derek Carr's. I thought the Saints were going to be better. Yeah, I don't you thought the Saints were going to win that division. Sadly, even Dak, Dak might have got there. Kirk Cousins. I thought Kirk Cousins preseason. That was so sad when he went down. I almost Very cried. Sad. All right. Let's head to let's head, uh, yesterday's 4 p.m. game. Bills Steelers. Josh Allen is just so fun to watch, man. He is. It's like you don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to make the stupidest throw ever or the greatest throw ever? Like, he is the best thing to happen in the NFL. He's the – and I listen, I said this last week and it stands true. He is the best player in the NFL. Player. Yeah. He's the best player in the NFL. It's true. I mean, so 2021. 
I need to pick up uh, whatever the stat was yesterday. He's like 30 and five or something crazy like that when he does not turn the ball over. Yeah. Which he didn't yesterday. He played absolutely perfect yesterday. Like, he's hard to beat with. When he plays good, he's tough to beat. Yeah. And it is, Buffalo's a tough out at home. I mean, yeah. This team was looking great. The biggest worry with this team is the defense, which had a bunch more injuries. Uh, Bernard leading the game, injuries in the secondary. Yeah. But that'll be a question for later. But their punters out. Probably. But that was a. I feel like that game was closer than it should be. Now, yeah, I don't it looked know. like the Bills took their foot off the gas. And that I don't Friar like to was, see that in the playoffs. That Friar fumble was the stupidest call I've ever seen. Oh, when they said it was fumbled out of bounds? Yeah. Yeah. I I what? <laughs> Absolutely not. That was crazy. But yeah, Steelers played better than I thought for teaming out TJ Watt. You know, Mason yeah. Rudolph. No, you know what? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you, Kerry. Steelers didn't play better than I thought they would. They played exactly how I thought they would. The score of the the final score of that game was not indicative of how that game looked. That game was Buffalo beating up. They're bullying the Steelers for sixty minutes. Second half was like the Bills, like just like ah, it's over. But. Yeah, Mason Rudolph played fine. He missed some throw, a lot of throws early on, but he had a good, better second half. But it's just the Steelers need a better quarterback. For yeah, this team. I don't. I don't know who it's going to be. I've heard like Rust. I don't. Bo Nix. They go Bo Nix. Late first really, round. Like, do you think this team's going to go anywhere with Pickett and Trubisky and Rudolph as your three again going next year? I feel like I don't know. But they, they do have, as always, with Tomlin, they have a very talented defense. And, yeah, yeah that's a question. Mike Tomlin, is he, should he be on a hot seat? I mean, it's I tough to put a guy that's never had a losing season on a hot seat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're always in there in December. He's – I think he's a really good coach. I mean – I agree. It's hard to win when you have a guy like Mason Rudolph or Kenny Pickett at quarterback. Very like, true. When you're, when you're going against guy, like, you can do that in the regular season – when you're going against guys like Josh Allen or Mahomes or Stroud in the playoffs, yeah, that's when you need more talent there. But you need someone that can be a difference maker. Yeah, definitely. But and my also random thought from that game: Khalil Shakir is much better than Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis I agree. Didn't miss him at all. Shakir, that outstanding move with a touchdown. It's over. Dalton and Dalton Kincaid played another great game. That he looked good. So did Dawson Knox had the big catch too. All right, let's let's hit our last game for this week, Snowball. And unfortunately, who knows? Our third host may have died because I guess he's not showing up. Tonight. I guess he's not showing up at all. But he would be his hype Dolphins that he defended, you know, all season long. That said, two was a goat. Hill for MVP. McDaniel for coach of the year, the Super Bowl contender just absolutely flopped in the cold. This game, the, their only score was what a sixty-yard touchdown. They did absolutely nothing the rest of the game. Tua yeah, did not play was, whatsoever. Tua looked like he looked lost. The play he looked lost. I think he, he looked like, like when the temperature got below thirty-two, he didn't know what to do. 
It's just something with this McDaniel offense is just weird that they cannot show up against good teams and they can destroy all these other teams. Well, I, I think, think a lot of it has to do is like good teams are disciplined. Good teams switch off. Good teams do all the things that you need to do correctly to win football games and bad teams don't. So when they show up against a good team that's disciplined, they switch off in coverage. They don't play man across the board with two high safeties because it never works in the NFL. When they, when you do that, you have a better chance of defeating a team that, let's be honest, even in the cold, Dolphins are much faster than any team. They just yeah. are. They have more speed on that offense than any team has on defense. Like, no team can match them speed-wise. You have to play some kind of zone zone coverage, probably a cover three shell or something like that. But honestly, in this game, they weren't working the ball down the field at all. No, I just the weather. Just that like, one, that one possession where they threw the ball down the field to Tyree Kill and got that touchdown. That was the only time I saw the ball travel more than two yards past the line of scrimmage. I feel like because it was a bunch of screen passes. It was a bunch of misdirection plays, and it's like they, they weren't they weren't things that were going to move the ball forward. Mm-hmm. It's just I just do not like his play calling sometimes and. Tua does not nerve all the hate. I don't. Dolphins Twitter and everybody seems like you know it's time to get rid of Tua. But and I heard he's going to get a huge contract now. But he's the best quarterback they've had since Dan Marino. Yeah. But something needs to change with this team. Tua is Tua is a good quarterback, but he's a game manager. He's not a great quarterback. He's a game manager, like Cam Newton said. Someone else in the podcast would call him elite, but yeah, he's not. He's a good. He's a very good quarterback, elevated by the players around him. But yeah. I really think this team needs a big, either a big receiving threat or a better tight end. I don't know who's. I like like a guy like Hunter Henry. It's not a big name or somebody like that. As Brevin Jordan from Houston, maybe or Mike Williams or somebody that's just a big threat that they could have because it's they have nobody besides these speeding guys. It's like who else yeah. is going to go to play Waddle and Hill? Like Dermot Smythe had a couple of good games at the end of the year, but he's not really anyone that scares you. Yeah. Seemed a lot of injuries too at the end, but obviously they just weren't good enough. And yeah. they have the longest streak without a playoff win in the NFL now. Crazy. That's wild. But Chiefs, when was their last playoff win? Two thousand. It's crazy. Wow. Twenty three years. It's nuts. Damn. <laughs> and on the Chiefs, I'm gonna say. I'm so sick of the Chiefs fans saying Mahomes is no help. Rachie Rice is a great wide receiver. He did absolute handing game. Really, really I good. think he's going to be a top ten, top fifteen wide receiver next year, if not. See the thing that that's another thing. It's like just because a wide receiver is a rookie doesn't mean he's not good. Yeah, he had some. He's had some drops, but he's a rookie. Like yeah, like you're not expecting him to be prime Calvin Johnson or prime Randy Moss. But he can be really good still without being either of those guys. Name a, but with the exception of Tyree Kill, name a better receiver than Rec, than Rice that the Chiefs have had in like the last fifteen years. Dwayne, Dwayne Bow, Bow. That, one, that one season. Dwayne Bow. <laughs> like, I love Dwayne Bow, man. I don't know. Listen, if you want to talk about like early twenty tens wide receivers for the KC Chiefs. <laughs> It was like that one year they I think they had zero touchdowns for their receivers. Really? 
Only the tight ends and running backs had touchdown catches that season. It was like when Alex Smith was there, and Alex Smith had like 15 touchdowns in a season. But it was like crazy. But I don't know. This this was the Chiefs' environment. I think they played well, but nothing like scared me about this team. Yeah, I mean their their defense played pretty well. Um, I think one of my favorite plays from the game was that jam at the line on Tyree Kill. Definitely. I think Tyree Kill even commented. He said, "Jam my ass to the ground." <laughs> But still, Mahomes and the Chiefs, hard to bet on. Yeah, I mean, they're just, again, it's just not the same Chiefs team. They're just not as good. Travis Kelsey looked old. And that's the first time I've ever said that. He looked old as fuck. He looked like Mercedes Lewis out there. He had a couple, like, good catches, but those drops were. They were awful, dude. Yeah. He's, He's too busy. He's doing too much, man. I guess. Yeah, do you think he retires at the end of this year? I saw a comment about him. He's like not ready yet, but I feel like I feel like if he doesn't this year, I feel like he'll play like one more year than be done. I mean, obviously, I feel he's like gonna if get, he gets injured, he's, he's going to get engaged this summer. So, is that the rumor? That's the rumor. So maybe that'll wow. be it. He'll be a singer, and then I I saw some like TikTok about it. it was like Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey song. Will be a singer or a football player or both. He'll be Troy Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> High school musical. All right. Let's head to this weekend then. Wait, before before we do anything. Yes. Before we do anything else. Share something with our audience. And that is a little party for everybody. Because the Cowboys and the Eagles have both been eliminated. The NFC least is gone. Time to party, baby. Rest in peace, Tyrod Taylor. Shout out to Tyrod Taylor, baby. Let's go. Rest in peace, Tommy DeVito. <laughs> play with for 10 hours and have a whole episode. Alrighty. Oh, good time. Oh man, that was great. I love I great. love I love I love this show. Alrighty, into pick'em for this week. Again, we have a co-host that didn't show up. He was too scared to defend his takes from last week. But, yeah, how, do you, how do you even come back from that? He went 0 of 8. On his division winners start the season, he picked the Cowboys and Dolphins Super Bowl. He hyped up the Eagles. That Hurts was quarterback one. Yeah, I guess he just, he just couldn't face it. Sadly. Said the Eagles are the best team in the NFL. Do you remember him saying that? I did. I also remember him saying he's not a Bucks fan, but now he is. Kind of yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know, I made sure to include that in the pre-show. So if any of you guys want to go back and watch that, feel free. But also, yeah, man, he's going to claim on Twitter now that he's a Bucks fan. He's rooting for the Bucks. If you ever but, see that man, his takes on Twitter, he deletes them all the time. Yeah, because he's scared. Laugh. He's a frightened child. I admit to my L's. I admit to who did I miss about this year? George Pickens was an L. The Honestly, you cursed. You, you're, you're, you're start of the year. Your first few weeks were awful, dude. I know it was rough, but like I you cursed. Him. You cursed Nick Chubb. You caused him to get injured. You're like, 
well, you got to take Chubb because he's like the most safe option. Like, you know, he's not going to get hurt. Goodbye to your kneecap, buddy. <laughs> Sadly, I'm a playoff guy. I'm here for the playoffs. Sadly. Just wait, wait till we get a. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, CJ Stroud, Brock Purdy, Super Bowl. All right. Texans at the Ravens. Should be a fun one. They should all be fun ones. Yeah, they should be good. This is a tough one because you got a young guy who's got one playoff win and not a great team. I feel like probably the least talented they team. They look good though in the in that game against the Browns. The defense looked real good. They did. That was a young defense, but Will Anderson. People were you know surprised when they did that trade to get Will Anderson and they got Stroud, but that has worked out great for them. Yeah, it really has. Ryan's is probably going to win head coach of the year. This is team builder. They got Stingley. They got two young wide receivers, and they got a lot of cap too. So this is going to yeah. be a fun season in the future. And you know what? This this week I'm going to bet on my heart. I'm going to bet on the teams I want to win. Okay. And I do not trust Lamar in the playoffs yet. Even though I feel like they're going to win this game, I'm going to. Ch- I feel like the Ravens are going to win this game, but I'm going to take the Houston Texans because C.J. Stroud is absolutely balled out this year. And I think Lamar Jackson is going to have another disappointing playoff game, sadly. Interesting. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, actually. I feel like it's going to be like 20-14, to 20-17, somewhere in the range, but the Texans sneak it out and pull an upset and head to the AFC Championship. That would be interesting. It would be. Um, I'm going to go... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ravens because I think Lamar is better than Dak. I don't think he's gonna continue this uh, failure streak in the playoffs. And I feel like the way that I saw this offense work, excuse me, all season is better than I've seen it work in the past. That's fair. So I, I feel like this roster is better built for a playoff run than the years past. For some reason, I feel like if they win this game, they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. I don't know. I feel like they could beat the Chiefs. I really don't want to pick the Chiefs. Uh, let's head to the NFC. All right. We talked about this one a little bit. Bucks at Lions. Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff. I'll tell you what. I'm listening. I'm here. I got a Zen in. I saw a video from the game, pregame, of Baker Mayfield. There's nothing I respect more (laughs) than a man that does smelling salts on his way out of the tunnel. If he does that, I feel like Baker wins in Detroit. Give me Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. I feel like Baker and Gardner Minshew are cousins or something. They are very (laughs) similar. Yeah, the, this Lions team, I don't trust them in a shootout. I, I mean, obviously the Lions-Ram game was kind of a shootout, but I think Baker's going to come in there. He's got some hype right now, and he was still a little injured last week, should be back to normal. And I think they're going to go in there and beat the Lions. Sadly, Goff, I think I we hyped up the Lions a lot, but I didn't think this was the year. And I think one Lions fan should be happy with winning Division One playoff win this year. But Bucks take it in the upset. Baker to the NFC Championship. All right, let's keep it in the NFC. 
It's literally Zach Smith's worst nightmare. His two most hated on quarterbacks this year, Jordan Love and Brock Purdy. He doesn't love one. He thinks the other is a fraud. Purdy Love. I, I think, think he was a fraud MVP candidate. Let me be very clear about that. <laughs> They're both fine quarterbacks. Sure. Do you think Jordan Love would be doing better in San Francisco if he was on the team instead of Purdy? I think he'd be putting up Purdy numbers. Sure. I think they're pretty interchangeable, honestly. My biggest thing with this game is the Packers defense. Packers defense played well, but yeah. I think that's more that nobody expect them to play well, and it's Dak. Brock Purdy, for the, with the exception of the Ravens game, and I think he had one other with multiple turnovers, doesn't turn the ball over much in either of this offense. And, you know, they can pound the run game. The Cowboys do not have much of a run game. They can just lean on McCaffrey in this game. I think Niners win this game. Honestly, of all the games, I feel like this is going to be the least close. I think the Niners win by two scores. I think Jordan Love will play fine, but I just think the Niners are – They're a better team. They're yeah. just so much better I as feel a roster. It is very hard to not see this team in the Super Bowl. But, you know, it's been a crazy year so far. Things happen, but I get the Niners. Yeah, I'm uh... – I'm taking the Niners as well. Their roster is just built better. Um, their defense is better. Um, according to Goot, uh, their def- the the defensive coordinator for the Packers is bad. He is. So, yeah, I just don't. Their defense was so bad the last like three or four weeks of the season, and then suddenly it just plays well. <laughs> yeah, they just well, it's the Cowboys. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> Like I they, feel like I feel like here's the thing. Here's the thing. Until the Cowboys win a playoff game, like convincingly, I'm not no, going to I'm not going to say that the Cowboys are contenders. It's not even that. It's like to get to the NFC championship. Because like they look they look good in that game against the Bucks last year that they I forget if this is a blowout or not, but they, they beat the Bucks pretty easily last year. But then they just got absolutely destroyed by the Niners. That's true. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Until they make the NFC Championship game, they're not contenders. I don't know when the last time they have, actually. I feel like it was the 90s. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. I don't know when that Romo snap was. But, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a close one. All right. Last game. I feel like this is the most hyped game. It's the last game, and I feel like it's going to be the best game. Chiefs Bills. <laughs> Wait, no, well, no, we gotta address. So Schmitty Golf, that's my brother Zane. Did Trevor quit the pod because of Dak? Probably. If Probably. if you guys don't follow us on Twitter and you guys didn't see the post of Trevor having a mental breakdown during the pack during the <laughs> Packers uh, Cowboys game, go over, check yeah. that out, give it a like, give it a share. He almost also on Instagram. He almost killed himself. I had to save his life from jumping off. The- <laughs> Yeah, and so Zane, he was too scared to come on today, so he decided to leave. Sadly. He, he decided not to show up today, apparently. No, Un- he said he had- Unannounced, he didn't give us any warning. No, just- his official excuse was he had to go buy a belt at 10 p.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. And but, it was literally right. at 10 p.m. when he sent that message. <laughs> Chiefs and Bills, Zach. Can, 
Can Patrick Mahomes not win on the road in the playoffs, or can Josh Allen not beat the Chiefs once again? Josh Allen is going to win this game. And not only is Josh gonna, Allen going to win this game because he is the best player in the NFL, he is going to the Super Bowl this year. Ooh, I would love that, honestly. I would love it too. I'd be happy for Bills fans. They need it. I mean, with the amount of co- concussions they get from jumping on tables. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I love – Josh Allen's my favorite player to watch. He's my favorite player to root for, especially because I was a believer believer before everyone else was. Carrie remembers this. Before he even started the podcast, I was like, Josh Allen's the guy in Buffalo. And they're like, I no do. way. I and I was like, dude, trust me. Josh Allen is the future. And no one believed me. And now y'all all all look like idiots. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, I've, once again, it's the turnovers. Is he going to force it? Yeah, I mean, if he forces the ball, that's when he gets into trouble. But, I mean, honestly, that Chiefs defense, it's good. But, I mean, as long as he doesn't try and play hero ball, he should be fine against them. And it's, you know, Buffalo's a hard place to play also. And is this Chiefs team good enough to keep it in a shootout with Buffalo if it turns into that? Could be, but they haven't, you know, they've had to lean on their Depends defense. Depends on if Travis Kelsey can remember how to catch a football. Because if he does, does what he did against Miami last week, it's <laughs> game over. I don't know. Taylor Swift might be pretty cold in Buffalo. She might get some dildos thrown at her or something. It, okay, what is the over-under on hickeys we can see on Travis Kelsey at game time? 2.5. I don't know. That's me. I'm excited for that one. Of all the games, if if I had to pick, if I could only watch one, definitely that one. Buffalo, I I don't think they stalled out. I think they didn't. They thought it was over. Yeah, I think they just gave up. I think they were like, okay. It's like like you don't want to punch a baby too many times. Like, you want to beat it up, but you don't want to kill it, you know? Hey, Sean McDermott and the Bills have never lost a game since he uh, changed to... Uh, you know what, guys? Here's the thing. <laughs> if you want to motivate a team, talk about how you need to be more like Al-Qaeda, okay? It works. What are they, 6-0 since then? <laughs> we, if That's we one of the most ridiculous stories all year, yeah. and I feel like it's not talked about by anybody anymore. It's just memes, and that's it. Like, are we gonna see Josh Allen you know, and like Al Akbar at you know half exactly, exactly. But that's gonna be a fun one. I'm looking forward to it. All right, so our final prediction your predictions for the championships mine are Niners and Bucks and Bills and Texans. Buffalo will be tough as home. The toughest hell at home. Yeah. Especially with those fans with the snowballs, dude. They're scary. What's the what's the over under on snowballs thrown at players? I was surprised I didn't I didn't see any in that game, did you? I know they're throwing it in the air, but like I was surprised George Pickens didn't get one in the face, you know. George Pickens is the type that you'd get like the the shit that we saw in like the 80s in basketball where he jumps into the stands and starts trying to fight fans. You know, at the end of the day, Mason Rudolph just couldn't win on MLK. You know who else is like that? DK Metcalf. I could see DK Metcalf. Sure. I would 
fist fighting a fan. I would not want to see DK Metcalf fighting me. I would be scared. <laughs> That's a scary dude. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think back to like interviews that DK Metcalf has done. And one of them was like with Aaron Donald. And he was That'd like, be- he was like, uh, yeah, like, I think benches more. And DK's like, we probably bench about the same. And Aaron Donald goes, you can bench 500 pounds. And I was like, wait, you can bench 500 pounds. I would pay for a pay-per-view fight for that. Aaron DK, Donald versus DK Metcalf. Dude, that'd be nuts. That would be absolutely crazy town. They just have like an NFL fight night. They have all these like rivalries going each other that hate each other. Fletcher Cox would fist fight a fan. I don't think he would. I feel like Fletcher Cox is a nice guy. I, don't I know. feel like James Bradbury would. No, what's the uh, – who's that guy? C.J. Gardner-Johnson definitely would. Definitely would. Absolutely. <laughs> he would volunteer for the opportunity. Damar Hamlin. <laughs> Who wins in a fight, Rodrigo Blankenship or Demar Hamlin? <laughs> I think Demar Hamlin beats Rodrigo Blankenship. <laughs> or the no, the most ridiculous part was that Buffalo punter getting hurt. Did you see? He Bro pulled was his running. hamstring. Pulled his hamstring. Punters are not athletes, dude. Here's the thing: it's like not that hard. I mean, I get it's cold out there. It's not that hard to stretch and make sure you don't pull your hamstring. You're a professional athlete. Like, I tell you what, I, I've pulled my hamstring one time ever. Guess what it was, Gary. Can you I want to see if Gary can guess when my when I pulled my hamstring? Basketball. No. Golf. No. Pool basketball. Pool football. No. no. This it golf. was it was it was during football on Thanksgiving this past Thanksgiving. Oh, I remember that. Family football. I pulled my hamstring. It happens. It sucks, dude. Actually, technically, I didn't completely pull it. I almost pulled it. I felt it go, and I was like, okay. <laughs> That's it for me. I'm done. Hey, I'm pun- done. hey Pat McAfee, punters are not athletes. You, see, you know that... that- Steelers punter is so fat, out of shape. He's a terrible punter. Dude, but... get Marquette King back in the league. He's about be- he'd be the best punter tomorrow in the NFL. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, you ready for rapid fire? Let's go rapid fire. All right, and I just saw a no- notification that Falcons are interviewing Jim Harbaugh. Interesting. I know he's we going just to LA. Met with the Chargers like yesterday. Yeah, he's going to LA. All right, follow us on Twitter at Barely Football. See all these tweets before they come out on the show. Should the Eagles move on from Nick Sirianni? No. Not yet. There's no reason to. What grade would you give Tua for this season? I'm going to give him a B. B plus. Would you rather Mike Tomlin or the current head coach for your team? Mike Tomlin. Give me Mike Tomlin. Also, I didn't talk about this because this was after last week. I don't even know what to think of the Gerard Mayo head coach. <laughs> the youngest coach, 37 years old, and he's never even been a coordinator before. Kind of a little risky, but Kraft like him. I don't know. Hopefully get some good – another OC in there. They're getting a the youth infusion, Kerry. They do. 
We'll see. We'll see how it works out. I kind of like it, kind of don't. I would have preferred Vrabel, but I was very weirded out by that hire. I supposedly they'd agreed to it like in the contract a year or two ago when other teams wanted to poach him away, and that it was supposedly Belichick was going to coach another year and then Mayo would take over, but because of the four and thirteen fall apart, they decided to wrap it up after this year. Okay, but I don't know. We'll see. All right, will the Niners win the NFC? Yes, I think they do. NFC, who did I predict? So it's going to be Niners, Bucks. Baker Super yeah, Bowl. It's probably going to be Niners in the NFC. All right, who's the better quarterback, Jalen Hurts or Dak Prescott? <laughs> <laughs> Trevor's worst nightmare. Um, I, I'm going to say Jalen just because he's won multiple playoff games. I don't know. Yeah, I'll do that. Dak puts up sack. Dak is literally just Herbert. <laughs> Trevor. All right. Did y'all see Washington coach go to Bama? Yeah. So DeBoer goes to Alabama. That was a big announcement. This past year, they got rid of almost all their defensive staff, I believe. Um, a lot of players transferring out. So interesting it's to mean, see how that yeah, goes. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting year for Bama. So that for Mayo. He's a smart motherfucker. He's smart. Apparently. He's very, he's been groomed for this. We'll see if it works yeah, out. Yeah, he was apparently he was groomed for it. So all right. Rank the quarterbacks left in the AFC playoffs. This one's pretty hard. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, CJ Stroud. It's easy for me. Ooh. Allen. Correct. Lamar. Stroud. Mahomes. I will flip Stroud and Lamar because I'm a Stroud fanboy, but I agree with the rest. But I don't Mahomes, hate Lamar. Mahomes yeah. by far has had the worst year out of all four of those. Yeah. Just even still, with Allen's turnover. True. He's still he's still Mahomes though. But all right. Who yeah, should he's be the great? I'm not saying he's not great, but yeah. all the other That's quarterbacks have better years. It's very true. Who should be the Steelers quarterback one next year? Steelers QB one. I don't know. Bo Nix will probably be available at their pick. <laughs> JJ McCarthy. I dude, like if they Ross. get JJ McCarthy, dude. Honestly, at that point, I think Tomlin should go. <laughs> if you let that happen, that man is a Minnesota Viking. Sadly, God. I keep hearing McCarthy, the Vikings or the Raiders. I'm like, I, I don't, I can't see him going in the first round. I don't um, see him going to the Raiders. Like, I feel like he doesn't. Do I heard they want, O'Connell doesn't already do. No, it's because they want Harbaugh, and Harbaugh wants. <laughs> if Harbaugh doesn't go to the LA, I like Russ in Pittsburgh. We'll see if that happens. All right, is Josh Allen a top three quarterback right now? We all agree. AFC Zane. Mayfield not on the list. Here, I'm gonna explain it to you. Baker Mayfield plays in the <laughs> NFC, and that was AFC quarterbacks. Yeah. What would you so like? It's not about respect. It's about the fact that he doesn't play in the goddamn conference. Zach, what would you rank the NFC once? I would go Purdy, Love, Goff, Mayfield. God, I hate this list. <laughs> I hate it so much. Game manager, game manager. <laughs> yeah. It's all game managers, except Baker's not really a game manager. Mm. He's a wild card. I wouldn't even call him a game manager. He's a wild card. He's just that guy. So I'm gonna go. I think the best game manager of the bunch is probably Brock Purdy. And then I'm gonna go wild card Baker Mayfield. 
And then I'm going to go Jared Goff, Jordan Love. All right. Do you agree with this tweet from Beerly Treff Scott? Sadly, I trust Philly more than any team in the playoffs to win more <laughs> one game at a time. Nobody, <laughs> wait, nobody should be surprised seeing them back in the Super Bowl. Do you agree with that tweet? <laughs> no. All right, trigger this fan base. I take one- the Bucks to win. <laughs> trigger this fan base in one sentence: the Dallas Cowboys. The who? It's just you don't even need to trigger them. They're already, I mean, they're, they're so triggered already. What can, what more could I do to them? Sure, false. Jared Goff better than Matt Stafford. False. Really false. Sadly. All right, which quarterback shows up the least in big games, Tua or Dak? Oh, Dak has at least one two playoff games. Unfortunately, so I'm, go I'm going to go Dak Prescott. Like, what's the biggest win of Tua's career so far? Actually, you know what? I'm going to go Tua. And what's I'll the tell biggest you why? I, What's Tua the hasn't win? had as many playoff losses as Dak. He's got the worst playoff record of people with more than five playoff games. True. But Tua was one in – I think he finished one in six against playoff teams this year or teams with a winning record. He beat Dallas. That was it. Yeah, one in six. That's unacceptable. It's tough. True or false, Jordan Love is better than Dak. Easily true. I don't know about that. Uh, I mean, they're about the same quarterback. <laughs> All right. If Mike McCarthy wasn't an NFL head coach, what would his job be? He would be a cereal eater at CC's Pizza Buffet. He'd give uh, he'd give Joey Chestnut a run for his money. He would. All right. Is CJ Stroud the best young quarterback in the NFL? I say yes. Who? CJ Stroud. See the best quarterback? Young. Oh. Define young. You figured out in your own. This is rapid fire. I'm going to say no. All right. Name an NFL player over 300 pounds. Trent Brown. Trent Williams. There you go. Pick one of their prime. Cam, Matt Ryan, Russ, Stafford. I'm going Cam, sadly. I'm either going Stafford, definitely not Russ. Anyone but Russ on that list is a good pick. All right, true or false? Stafford or Ryan, probably for me. This is another uh, Beerly Treff Scott quote. True or false? Kansas City is not winning a single playoff game, bro. <laughs> well, he cursed it, didn't he? <laughs> Dolphins by 50? Come on, man. You knew what was going to happen when he said it. All right, who's the better running back, Marshall Falk or Emmett Smith? Marshall Falk. Falk. What grade would you give Justin Fields for this season? C plus. He made he had, Zach is the buy a jersey because of him, so I'm gonna give him a B minus. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, it's gonna, probably gonna be the offseason until y'all see that jersey, by the way. Sadly. All right. This one's a little longer. I'll just okay, let's it. relax with the Hall of Fame. Let's relax. I've seen top Brandon ten. Whedon make those throws. Okay. This is the top 10 players in the NFL playoffs right now. Per host, really, Trev Scott. Just grade this how, on how well he did. Number Can one, I grade, Lamar. Wait, let me grade each one. All right, do it fast, though. Okay. Number one, Lamar. Uh, B. Number two, CMC. A+. plus. Number three, Trent Williams. A. 
Number four, Tyreek Hill. A minus. Number five, Miles Garrett. A minus. Number six, Patrick Mahomes. B. Number seven, CeeDee Lamb. B minus. Number eight, Josh Allen. Uh, having him that low is a D. <laughs> number nine, Fred Warner. Fred Warner? Uh, I don't know, C plus. Here's the worst one. Number 10, Stefan Diggs. F. <laughs> That's awful. Looks like right. Trev Scott is going to have a very short-lived future on the Beerly Football Podcast. Well, if he doesn't show up anymore, he might not have any future. So Yeah. All right, who's the best wide receiver here? Jamar Chase, Lamar St. Brown, CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown. Best wide receiver here. Go again. You said that so fast. Chase, St. Brown, Lamb, Brown. Probably Chase. I'm going to go Brown. A.J. Brown's a very close second. All right. Two more. What grade would you give Trevor Lawrence for this season? C-. minus. Uh, I'd go... B minus. All right. And then the last one. We'll do another great. The only reason it's boosted, his stats were, were his stats were C minus. I want to be very clear. The only reason it's boosted is because he was playing with the 32nd ranked offensive line. So interesting. All right, last one. This is just for you, Zach. We're gonna do the same thing, but you have to grade me. Top five playoff quarterbacks via Beerly Carey. Okay. All right, I'll start. Number one, Josh Allen. A plus. Number two, Lamar Jackson. I give it a. I give it an A. Number three, C.J. Stroud. Ah, B plus. Number four, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. I I think he should probably be flipped with Stroud. So I'll give that a B. Number five, Patrick Mahomes. I think that's perfect. I think that's where he belongs. What would you get heading into this week? What would you, your top five, man? Heading so, into this week, it probably would have been Allen, uh, Lamar. I'm trying to think of all the quarterbacks. Dak, Tua, Hurts. I'd have so. probably gone Allen, Lamar, Tua. Stroud Mahomes. All right. Oh, actually, no, right. Stafford Mahomes. It feels true. wrongly leaving Mahomes off this list, <laughs> even though he hasn't played that great this year. That's true. All right, that's it for Rapid Fire. Follow us on Twitter, Beerly Football. See all these tweets before they come out on the show. Also, follow us on Instagram at Beerly Football. We'll post stuff on there as well. All righty. Make sure everyone that you check out all the cool stuff we have for you over on our merch store, beerlysports.creatorspring.com. If we go to the apparel here, we got We Above the Team. That's a direct Beerly Carry quote. 16.7 million impressions on that one. But then we got the Beerly Football 2.0. Use code TEAM at checkout for 15% off your order. 
Uh, we got all kinds of colors here. We also have merch for all of our other podcasts as well, including Beerly Out of Bounds. We got the Beers and Bombs hoodie. We got Beerly Hockey out here as well. Everything you could want and more, all the Beerly merch you could want on Beerly Sports dot creator hyphen spring.com and you can find all of that there anything else you want to plug before you head out uh, as you mentioned check out our other podcasts um phil and the boys the good hockey podcast That's great hockey. the best hockey podcast out there so make sure you check them out they are all jammed also this is the beerly hoops podcast not as frequent but they still put out episodes every once in a while check them out jan is great i love I, I love what he's doing with beerly hoops um we're gonna work to. I'm working with them right now to hopefully get out new merch for Beerly Beerly Hoops. So uh, keep a lookout for that. We'll announce it when it comes out, whether it's on this show or another show. Yeah, follow me on Twitter, Beerly Carry. I give great takes. I would never troll any time of the week. Follow me. Uh, whatever you say, Carry. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Beerly Zach. It's right there on your screen. Um, and you will see all my sports takes. Ooh, gosh. All my sports takes. I talk about football. I talk about golf. I talk about disc golf. I talk about basketball very occasionally. I will talk about soccer also very occasionally. So if you just never seen you talk about soccer once. Well, then you didn't pay attention during the FIFA World Cup. Uh, <laughs> I said very occasionally. Every two years, I'll talk about Once every two years. Yeah. <laughs> Once every two years, I'll talk about the Olympics, and I'll talk about FIFA. Wow. Um, but uh, And then also, if you follow me over there, you'll also get to see when I'm trying a new beer or when I'm out on the town trying stuff like the Dosa Keys Amber Special, which I have right here. So... Beautiful. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to send you off with another celebration. Yes. Another celebration of just the best thing to ever happen in the world. This is me when all Beerly Trevor Scott, Trev Scott's take goes wrong. Once again. <laughs>